Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one potato-filled minute at a time. Potatoes. Potatoes. That was like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, but this is literally looking at potatoes <laughs> as opposed to someone just talking about potatoes. That's fair. This is a this, this is a minute with literally hundreds of potatoes. <laughs> I'm Norman oh. Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Frederickson. And joining us again this week is... Jonathan Carlyle from the completed Princess Bride Minute and the upcoming UHF 62nd. Yeah. Hello. I'm just imagining Sam, you know, if Sam were to happen to come across Helm's Deep, he would have loved it. Right? All these potatoes. This is what I'm talking about. The same reaction Mary and Pippin have to finding Saruman's stash. Uh, Saruman's stash is like a hundred times sweeter than just like five baskets of potatoes. Not to Sam. I don't know. Sam loves (laughs) potatoes. Boil him, mash boil him, stick him in. Like stadium. you just, just the the Forrest Gump like thing about shrimp, oh, just yeah. like you replace it with potatoes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That was in my notes too. That's and that's Sam. It's just you can boil him, mash him, stick him in a stew. Potato fricassee him, potato salad, scallop potatoes, scallop potatoes. <laughs> yeah, you just keep going. Home potato fries, soup. home hash fries, brown. hash browns. <laughs> Baked potato. Potato Potato vindaloo. Now I want potatoes. Stuffed baked potato. Potato chips. Potato chips. (laughs) Waffle fries. Spiral fries. Man, okay. (laughs) What are we talking about aside from potatoes? Today we're talking about minute (laughs) 123. That might be how many potatoes are on the screen. I haven't counted. Mm, I think there's more than that. (laughs) Probably. Uh, This minute starts... With the camera panning out to reveal just how large Helm's Deep is. How busy it is. And how busy it is right now. And ends it's with... Like rush hour. Ends with Eowyn rushing to meet Theoden's returning party. Yes. But they're not really having a party. No. It's a sad party. It's their party. They can cry if they want to. <laughs> can you imagine Legolas just like softly weeping on his horse? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Poor elf Just boy. with Gimli on the horse together. Yeah. And Legolas is just like... <laughs> <laughs> Gimli... Well, Legolas... I mean, elves cry prettily. We've seen elves Legolas, cry before. I don't know if Legolas cries prettily. He's never cried before. He hasn't learned to cry prettily. Oh, no. He's never <laughs> cried over death. <laughs> He keeps looking at Gimli. He's like, is this how you do it? Is this how you cry? Like, no, no, that's not. That's not Every quoted. dwarf ugly cries. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no dwarves cry subtly and beautifully. Yeah. They all ugly cry into their beards. Yeah, Moria. He's just wailing. They pick their beards up in their hands and ugly cry into them. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gross. It's a natural napkin. Ew. That's nasty. They're not making all that paper waste. You're saving the environment of Middle-earth. Even though it's being poisoned by a megalomaniacal wizard and a literal, like, embodiment of evil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're helping. 
I've I've had my beard pretty long that I could like reach it back up to my face, but I don't I don't think that would it doesn't work very effectively to wick away moisture. Just pat your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Why it would probably just kind of spread it around. Yeah, it just make you itchy, right? Make your eyes all scratchy yeah. and make you cry more. It's a vicious yeah. cycle when a dwarf cries. Oh no. <laughs> they just don't know what to do. <laughs> That's when you see a a, a a dwarf when their beard is cut because they just kept crying. So that that's what they have to do. It's like when they get lice or something. Oh, but no. nope, he was he was crying. Oh, he had to cut his beard off. A lice outbreak in a dwarven mountain would be the worst. They all have, oh. have to shave. They're just a baby face. <laughs> just bald, baby faced. All of them would be disgraced from like dwarven society, right? What happened? Lice. <laughs> A rat with lice came into the mountain. <laughs> they speak of it as this this terrible horror stricken upon their people. Well, that's why they don't send their kids to to public school anymore, right? Because one kid came <laughs> home with lice, and yeah, that's why they that's why they don't send dwarves into Lake Town. Yeah, they all homeschool exclusively. True story. <laughs> yeah, that's never happening again. <laughs> I like this uh the miniature for Helm's Deep. It's beautiful. And all the all the people walking around in that shot are CG. Yeah, I could I could tell this time around. I had never like looked closely at them, but if you examine them with any scrutiny at all, it, they're definitely a little computerized. Like in passing, dudes. that effect still holds up pretty well. Yeah. But we're not we don't look at anything in passing. I think the shadows underneath them are what do it for me because it just looks fake enough where I'm just like, what's going on here? That shadow's not right. Yeah. That guy doesn't look like he's actually stepping on anything. <laughs> he's just kind of floating. He's kind of walking on air. He's like two pixels off. Yeah. There's like, there's a little bit of light under his foot where a shadow should be. <laughs> it's like that elf in the background behind Elrond. How big is this miniature? The the largest miniature for Helm's Deep was one quarter scale. Oh my god! Which wow. like, at that point, that's not really a miniature. That's building a tiny house version. Right. That's awesome. And then they had a couple of other smaller ones for some detail shots. But like the the biggest miniature was like a three piece quarter scale set miniature for like the Deeping Wall and the Hornburg and the the like keep the front of the keep mm-hmm. and the Hornburg Tower. On the quarter scale miniature was, I think they say, 35 feet tall. Oh my god. Yeah, at that point, that is a house. Yeah, like, that's not a quarter scale. That's gigantic still. And this was built in a quarry 45 minutes north of Wellington. Hmm. And was the first thing, one of the first miniatures built and the first thing designed by Alan Lee for the movie was Helm's Deep. Uh, he uh, he talks in the commentary about how it was the first thing he started drawing in January of 1998 when he started doing concept work for these films. Wow. Was Helm's Deep. was the first thing he started working on. That's awesome. So, so are like, we to understand that some of this uh, erosion, is that is that just erosion or is that some of that battle damage or is that, you know, faulty construction over the, time? The part that looks like it's a stone wall sitting inside of a crenellation has to be, looks like repaired battle damage to me. I don't think erosion wouldn't cause that. 
Sure. Something knocked that down, Tam- and there's a doc- there's a broken statue that you can see in the wide shot. Oh, okay. Like, there's two statues on either side of the stairs that go into the inner part of the keep, and one of them is, like, broken off above the knees, and the other one is still standing. I've just, uh, well, I've never been a soldier, but I just couldn't imagine being, like, a guard standing in one of those towers with a broken wall, because obviously something has already reached that spot before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something yeah, has already gotten here. I bet another yeah. guard died right here. It's probably yeah. like a catapult or like a trebuchet or something. Like a just a big old rock. Yeah, catapults. Yeah. Um trebuchets. Not ballista. Ballistas would be an artifice more advanced, like something that Saruman would have created. Like the the ballistas I think are supposed to be some of the first are the like the first ballistas in Middle Earth. The ones that show up with the Orc army. Oh, okay. Because Saruman is a is a little tinkerer. He's building all these these machines. Yeah, I guess I guess my thought process as I'm standing there would just be like, you know, you got to have some confidence, especially most of this is built to be a wall, to be something that's impenetrable. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, standing guard and you're like, "No, it's a, it's already been penetrated right here." There's uh, there's some broken but, wall here. Yeah. But the deeping wall itself has never fallen. Just the some of the tops of the crenellations are broken. There's some cracks. But the wall itself has never fallen. That's like the thing. Well, the top of the wall isn't as important as the base. No, the of base it. of the wall is way more important. Sure, yeah. sure. But you know, some big rocks have already landed up here. Right. Someone got squished. Like multiple someones. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this minute to me implies that at least one village fled here. There's more than a village. But I mean, at least one village fled here. Yeah. That we know for sure were here ahead of Aowen's refugees. Because we see the little kids reunited yeah, with their, their mom. mom. I always forget that that happens. I don't know why. Well, because but like, it goes just long enough in the movie without seeing those little kids. And then when the refugees are approaching Helm's Deep, we see them again real quick on a horse. The yeah. little girl and the little boy. Mm-hmm. And then you know, about a minute later, they're reunited with their mother. And Eowyn looks happy for just a moment. And then make <laughs> way for the king. But I guess I even forget like when I see the first part of their story. You know, when... They get separated from their mom. It's like you go through all those feelings again, and then like, oh yeah, they reunite. I forgot about that. She's not dead. <laughs> she made it. That is one like fake death that doesn't happen. Yeah, it's another one. Well, no, I mean like she's not. They don't imply that she's dead. They just strongly. I mean, suggest. the village is burning. <laughs> I, I guess like I, that... I, I assumed she was dead at that point because she's mm. you know sending the kids up on ahead and she's staying behind. Right, she's doing the, the Jor-El thing and sending her kids to safety. That's fair. We all know how that went for everybody. Right. <laughs> that place burned down, I mean, too. Krypton came back. Kind of? My goal is to just reading comments like, Everybody comes back, but not for me. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> oh. He was a prick sometimes, but he didn't deserve that. <laughs> I don't think they exchanged, like... Two words. I don't think the whole movie. I think the only time they have ever they ever spoke was is when Legolas yells at him. Was when he says, "This is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. You owe him your allegiance." Like I think the I think that's the only thing he says directly to Boromir in the whole trilogy, (laughs) in the whole movie, and he never gets past it. (laughs) Just silent treatment the whole way. Yeah, they're on like watch duty together, (laughs) and like it's like so. how how is it at Legolas? And then he just like turns slightly. 
<laughs> just gives him, gives him that same intense stare and just turns slightly. <laughs> like, pulls his cloak a little tighter. I mean, he's an elf. Elves hold grudges, like, thousands of years long. Yeah, but so. to them it's like a week. Like, their perception of time is skewed. Because <laughs> they live for so long. You know, like, Galadriel has probably held a grudge for, like, 40,000 years, but to her that's just, like, the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple months. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Getting ghosted by an elf, you would you would never see them again. No, yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, maybe I should say I'm sorry for that. Oh, they're dead. When did that happen? <laughs> well, shoot. <laughs> well, I won't waste any of my, my immortal life worrying about that. <laughs> Why are elves such dicks in your world? I don't know. <laughs> they live forever, so I just assume that they just lose empathy after a while. <laughs> they're just monsters. Maybe to them, human, uh, human beings live so short in their in their sight. They're just like whatever. It's like a house fly. It lives for two weeks. Oh no! The humans are those uh, goldfish that you win at the carnival. Yeah. So you're oh like, no! Oh, uh, I guess I got to take this home now. Not sure how long that's going to take. Well, I'll have this for like a month tops. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I went through three of those in like a month. Poor <laughs> goldfish. R.I.P. Goldfish. <laughs> right. I know because we. We're, we're taught as children that you can just put a goldfish in a bowl. I know. And That's just not leave it alone. Get filters and proper tanks for your fish, people. <laughs> goldfish can live a long-ass time <laughs> if you take care of them. Have them in at least a five-gallon tank. Like you can this have a goldfish. been a fish PSA. Right. You can have a goldfish <laughs> for like a couple decades. Yeah, but then it'll just like eat you and your firstborn and <laughs> just gets terrorize a small town. Bigger. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like a sewer cryptid. You try and flush it down the toilet and it won't go. It's like a giant gator, but it's a giant goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> you think those live in Helm's Deep? There's water. Gators? No, giant goldfish. <laughs> giant goldfish. I don't, that that stream's not deep enough. Just like man-eating koi. Like, yeah. Do, do you think there's a um like a watcher in the water? I, that's like a two-inch deep drainage ditch. Yeah, but there's more water underneath the in the cave system. I mean, yeah, I guess there's some, but... Like, Gollum would have been happy here. He would have been eating cave fish and babies and, like, potatoes. <laughs> babies. <laughs> babies. potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> Goldfish, Goblin, babies, and Gollum potatoes. has definitely eaten a goblin infant. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like... Someone walked away, and they came back, and their little goblin baby was gone. That's so sad. I regret making that joke now. And then they just freak out and kill their neighbor goblin, because they think they <laughs> ate it. Told my child. You boiled him for dinner. Whose job do you think it is to just say, make way for the king? Gambling. It doesn't sound like gambling, though. I know it doesn't sound like gambling, but that's <laughs> what I would assume. Well, do you think, like, gambling is, like, his his go-to guy to get stuff done, and then there's, like, a guy whose job it is to literally just be, like, the mouth of Sauron? Yeah, like, it was Hama. Oh, no. And now this, this duty falls on gambling. <laughs> Is he getting compensated for his efforts? No. Oh. Now, would that be part of the party, or would that be somebody at the gate? You know, someone internal. I think it sounds. It sounds like somebody with the king, because it sounds like it, he's on a horse moving with. Like them. he's announcing, yeah. like, "Hey, just in case you didn't know, it's yeah. the king." Yeah. Make way for the king. Make way for Thaden. And everyone's like, "Dude, we know." <laughs> no one else showed up on horses. Yeah, Eowyn's not even <laughs> riding horse. They walked. Last minute. They, they took walked. all the horses. But those kids are on a horse. These are kids. It's probably their horse. 
It's probably the horse they got to Edoras on. That's fair. They're entitled to that horse. That's their inheritance. That's all they have left. Oh, no. The horse is valuable. Well, no, they have their mom now. Well, yeah, but they didn't know that until just now. Right. It's a happy ending. Almost ending. For that little story, though. Yeah. I like that they have the heartwarming moment before Eowyn finds out that Aragorn didn't make it. His kids get reunited with their mom, and then heartbreak. (laughs) But that's tomorrow. Yes. Right now, Eowyn is just rushing to Theoden's horse. And uh, I'm really surprised that she's not wearing her sword, given that they could be attacked at Helm's Deep at any time. And she's got no reason to hide it. Do you think her sword was, like, on the horse that someone took? Maybe. That's possible. Like the horse that was she was leading with Aragorn? Yeah. yeah. Leave the horses. All the men get a, on the horses. Like, she's a princess. She wouldn't be, like... I mean, I guess. Like, she wouldn't be carrying all of her stuff. Man, like, Hama told everyone to evacuate and he didn't even make it. And then we meet his kid later. That's so yeah. sad. For some reason, I never connected that before. And now, like, oh, that poor child. Son of Hama. Yeah. I can't remember that kid's name. It starts with an H. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for not being able to remember that. I just remember he, like, tells Aragorn his, Aragorn his name. He's just son of Hama. And Aragorn's just like, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm going to encourage this kid, I guess. <laughs> I like your father's son. You you got this. You got this. <laughs> You're good. Go go out there and kill some orcs. <laughs> like looks at the camera like. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Aragorn's dead. How could he talk to the camera? No, I don't know. <laughs> Ghost Aragorn. Ghost Aragorn. Ghost Aragorn's haunting someone, but he's also still being haunted by Ghost Boromir. <laughs> it's a ghost haunting a ghost haunting someone. Aragorn is like trying to get Legolas to like. Do something about oh, Ghost, Ghost Boromir. Would, would haunt Ghost like or Legolas, and Legolas is like, I don't understand what's happening. And he's trying to get him to understand Ghost Boromir, but Legolas can't perceive Ghost Boromir because <laughs> Boromir's haunting Aragorn, not Legolas. Because <laughs> you can only be seen by the person you're haunting. That's so silly. Ghost Boromir pushed that warg off that cliff. Maybe. See how you like it. <laughs> Boromir did go over a cliff. He did. <laughs> His body did, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. They don't have a lot of food. They have a lot of potatoes. They have a though. lot of potatoes. They have a lot of food, but not a lot of selection. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Eowyn gives the store of food this look like that will not be enough, because they don't know how long they're going to be here. There's a lot of people. Right, if it's under siege. Yeah. All the people are going to die before. This She's must like, be like the worst worst Middle Earth uh, potluck. Everyone's <laughs> like, I brought the potatoes. And everyone else is like, I brought the potatoes. You were supposed to bring the salad. Oh. Potato salad. We all brought potatoes. <laughs> Did anyone bring yeah. any eggs? I brought potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> What's in this bread bag? Eh, it's potatoes. It's potato, potato bread. bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, there a, is there a potato version of dessert? Probably. Potato? Uh, needums. Needums, yeah. Those... It's, potato co- it's potato and coconut boiled down, shaped into a square and dipped in chocolate. Yeah. Main stuff. It's a New England thing, not just made. Hmm. They're pretty good. Yeah. The potato is, you can't taste the potato at all. It's a consistency thing. It's It's so it holds together. Yeah. Gotta eat those potatoes. I'm sure there are other, like, potato desserts. Probably. Someone tries to make, someone like, God, can you imagine if someone, like, told you that this thing was going to be an apple pie and then you, like, bit into it and it was actually made of potatoes? It looks right. Mm. Right until you take a bite. Oh, man. (laughs) 
You could almost pull that same trick with white onion. Oh no, that's worse. Yeah. I've eaten a caramelized onion, or you like you know like a caramel apple, but with yeah. caramel onion, because um, oh. they it was just a, a joke, and I <laughs> I knew that there were caramel onions there, um, but yeah, it was still a shock to bite into that, and it's it's very different. <laughs> I have I have willingly eaten an onion like an apple. Oh, that's so gross! Because I love someone onion, told because like... someone told me I wouldn't I could that it, no one could do it, and I was just like I yes I can <laughs> oh, yeah. I can I can totally eat an onion like an apple. It's... I've also eaten entire cloves of garlic, <laughs> just like raw garlic, just eating it. No vampires here. <laughs> just be like, that's not so bad. What's that? How is that bad? Caramel coated onion. Was it raw? <laughs> was the onion raw that you uh, ate in the in the caramel? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't cooked or anything. Ugh. It really wasn't that bad. It just tastes like onion and caramel. The worst part is just <laughs> that it stick. You know, it sticks with you forever. Yeah. Right. And you're expecting an apple. Yeah. And then you get onion. <laughs> yeah. That's like those birdie bots every flavor beans. I'm not about like, that. Oh, like, grass. Yeah. Alas, earwax. Uh, yeah. You know, he doesn't seem that upset about it. I don't know. He's like a hundred and whatever. However old Dumbledore is. <laughs> Wrong show. <laughs> I'm just like, man, just baking someone a joke pie that's white onion, but like <laughs> you put all the cinnamon and nutmeg and everything Ew. in it. That's It'd be harder to hide the smell. You'd have to really go overboard. Yeah, that's why I said potato, because <laughs> it's milder. You'd have to, like, bake the crust, cut up the onion, cool it off, and then drench it in, like, Ew, juices to so change gross. the color, and then put the top crust on the on the pie. How, like, how invested are you in this prank? Like, I don't know. You gotta but, go, like, 100%. Right? Like, now I'm, I'm wondering if I can make this happen. I am never eating any pie you make me, ever. <laughs> I wouldn't do this to you. Oh, okay. That's I have plenty of other friends I would inflict this upon. <laughs> That's kind of making the potato pie sound a lot better. I yes. almost think you could, you know, if you have potatoes that don't really taste like much of anything, if you put all the flavoring in there, it might not be too bad. Well, supposedly, if you have no sense of smell, onions, apples, and potatoes all taste the same. Weird. Remember I get what you're saying. Once. A little harder to believe with the onions, but yeah. yeah. I think it's because, like, on a, like, on a, on a, in a chemical way, they're all really, really close, and most of their flavor comes from their smell. Potatoes don't really have much of one. Mm-hmm. Just tastes like dirt. Right. <laughs> yep, exactly. Dirt pie. <laughs> mud pie. It's a mud pie. <laughs> not a cow pie. No, God, no. No. I've not eaten that. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, on that note. On that note, yay, yeah. A newer. <laughs> it's it's Wednesday. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dump day. <laughs> so uh, thanks for joining us again today, John. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'll have to uh, brush up on my potato desserts. <laughs> <laughs> right. See what else is out there. If our listeners are curious about other dueling genre movies by Minute podcasts, you can also find. Harry Potter Minute. They just finished uh, season two. Yeah, they just finished season two. Uh, well, we're halfway through our season two. And they did another movie in between their just season like one and two. Just a sigh, just looking off into the distance. Uh, Gary and Victoria have finished three movies in the time we've gotten through one and a half. Yeah, but they didn't they take a break. they also did Ferris Bueller Minute. They, they didn't take a break, so. Because they're, they're mad crazy men. crazy people. Like, but they're a lot of fun. There's also Jane Silent Bob Minute, uh, Cornetto Minute, Spider-Man Minute. Rocky Minute. Rocky Minute. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles minute. Yeah. 
There's a whole bunch of them. There's a whole bunch, including yeah. Princess Bride, not on Dueling Genre, elsewhere. No. <laughs> other other movies by minutes. <laughs> uh, we'll be back tomorrow. To talk about minute 124. Yeah. See what anyone has to say to that. Bye. Bye. Bye.